Uh, no, we just did a little team bonding. Uh, play, there you go. A rookie with a little uh, with a little popcorn in the car. <laughs> so uh, he's he's not real happy with us right now, but uh, but we only do it because we love him. Buttered popcorn and car. a little popcorn. It is <laughs> it is up to the sunroof. Oh my god, I can't. I can't. He's gonna have to get a shovel. He's gonna have to get in that thing. <laughs> oh, that is beautiful. So, um, David, after being in the league for 17 seasons, what does it feel like to finally <laughs> finally make That's the playoffs? Uh, it was it was a uh, it was a great night last night. Like you said, I was feeling the same way you guys just said. I mean, you know, you see the writing on the wall that we're going to make the playoffs. But at the same time, uh, with the history here with the Warriors and and also. Uh, you know, not having having clinched in the past uh, in my career, it was, yeah. uh, it was one of those situations where I, I just wanted to, to see that you know the scoreboard hit triple zeros and that we had more points than the other team after after Utah lost. So it's a great night last night. I thought we played uh, a really good second half, and I was just proud of our team. And what was the the, the you've had a couple of slow starts here down the stretch, and mm-hmm. I got the sense that there was real disappointment. Uh, after the Utah loss, and I also got a sense that there was relief after getting the game last night, not getting Utah, then having Minnesota, uh, and looking at the schedule going down the stretch. Was was there any tension building about, hey, let's knock this out and move to the next step? Well, I think more than you know, more than you know, thinking that much into it. I mean, you got to keep in mind that we we. As a team, we haven't, you know, faced this situation before. We haven't been in a, a clinching type game before, and and you know, so the Utah game, I think it was uncharted territory for a bunch of us, and and um, and I think that that we we maybe in that game, looking back on it, could have been more forceful and more aggressive as far as going to take the game rather than thinking the game was going to be given to us. Mm. And I don't think we played bad in the Utah game. But I don't think we played you know, as well as we could have. And uh, and so what we did is we just tried to come out and, and you know, make amends for that and, and play the way we're capable of playing. And against Minnesota, you know, they're a team that uh, this was the first time we played them this year that we haven't been down double digits. They they get a good lead on a lot of teams. And uh, they, they it's because they play hard and it takes a little bit of an adjustment. But once we got over that, I thought we played a very good team game. And, and like I said, we learned from – from our mistakes, and, and we went and we took the game in the second half. The all-star David Lee joins us here, Buker and Townie, 95.7 the game. And, David, no matter what sport, when you put up numbers but never make the playoffs, there's going to be criticism about you. And and that's people have looked at and said, oh, yeah, Mr. Double-Double, uh-huh. what was he done in the postseason? How right. does it feel for you personally that you now will finally play in the postseason? Well, you know, I I think that you know whether it's whether the criticism is correct or not. I mean, I've been in some tough situations in New York. By the time I finally got a chance to play major minutes and and be one of the guys that determined whether our team you know won or lost on a nightly basis, that was when we kind of went into LeBron mode and kept our salary cap low so we could we could make a push in that free agent summer. And then we came here and and we were in somewhat of a rebuilding thing and. Um, but you know, for whatever reason, you're, you're correct. I mean, it, it, you know, I want to be known as a guy that's a winner and I want to be known as a guy that's, that's, uh, the numbers I'm putting up and the things that I'm doing on the floor are contributing directly to our team winning games. And, uh, and I think that's been even more, uh, evident this year. I think because of that, whether the numbers indicated or not, I think this has been my best season as a pro and, 
uh, because of the fact that we're winning games and and it's 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 on a winning team and so all, all I can do is you know you can't you can't please everybody and but all I can do is keep working the way I'm working and uh, and and you know continue to try to to help our team win games and I've done that. You guys not only got uh, Baysmore with the popcorn, but you got assistant coach Darren Ehrman, I understand, in the celebration afterward. Uh, wh- why? What did you do to him, and why? Oh, uh, you know, we it's an interesting, interesting scene. Uh, be specific on what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I was just now you're really piquing my curiosity. <laughs> I was just talking about the uh, the bucket of ice and water. Uh, yeah, post. We, we single you know Darren, uh, you know Darren, those guys. A, a couple of our coaches are the ones that are uh, are the ones that are the biggest sticklers about details. So we might win a game by 15 points, and afterwards he still will show us will show us uh, a lot of clips and things like that of things we did wrong, and is constantly honest about the small details and shoot arounds in practice. And it's great for us, but uh, so last night we made sure that he got the the majority of the of the bucket that was in front of uh, in front of Bogus Locker to uh, to, to ice his ankle afterwards. So he got the the majority of that water. So it was uh, it was like I said, it was last night was a you know was a, a good celebration after the game. We kept it short though because we realized we still got a lot of work left to do, and so we had a good time in the locker room for about. 15 minutes, and then uh, today we moved on and we got refocused for the uh, Oklahoma City game. Don't go to the baggage claim, David. Don't go to the baggage claim, exactly. No, we're, we're just, uh, we, got, we got a different destination, right? <laughs> what, what, when was the last time you made your head coach cry? Uh, probably a couple weeks ago. He, he's, uh, he's an emotional guy. He's, uh, no, he's a guy, he, you know, and, and that's one thing that I respect about him is that is that he doesn't try to be some guy that's that's too cool for us or, or doesn't acknowledge that he's excited because you know there's uh, just like you know he's on one hand can be disappointed like after the Utah game where we didn't take care of business mm-hmm. uh, he's excited for us and and he legitimately is one of us as far as as you know having his you know his job on the line his his emotions on the line and, and he's a guy that wants us to succeed as much as we do. So it's great to have him, have him the way he is. And, and he's a great coach for this team. Houston won the season series three to one against you. You're just ahead of them by one game. So as one of the leaders of this team, you got to keep everybody's eye on the prize, the number six seed as a leader. What are you going to do to make sure that everybody, Hey, it's great to make the playoffs, but we got to still be ahead of Houston to get that six seed. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's, you know, our, our goal wasn't just to make the playoffs. We're in a position right now, like you said, we're the sixth seed. And, and the biggest thing that we can keep doing is playing Warriors basketball. You know, that second half last night was what we want to accomplish on the floor. And, uh, and so whether, you know, no matter who we're playing or what the playoff seed situation is, we got to keep, you know, building uh, towards, you know, the playoffs. Whoever we end up playing in the playoffs, let's be honest, is going to be, in a, you know, uh, have an advantage over us as far as, they're going to be predicted to beat us. Um, but I think that if we play well, we can beat anybody uh, over the course of a series. But we're going to need to build that. We're going to need to be playing our best basketball, and that starts in these next four games. Uh, the owner, Joe Lacob, uh, made a guarantee, what well, was last year already. Was all, he came in, bought the team, was immediately talking playoffs, and people thought, whoa, slow your roll a little bit. You're, you're, you're making promises. You're, you're writing checks that uh, we can't possibly cash. And it didn't happen last year, but lo and behold, uh, people didn't expect it this year. 
and yet you got it done. So what what do you make uh, now of the guarantee that your owner made? Well, let's, first of all, let's make it said that I hope that his checks that he's signing, they do cash. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because, because he's the owner of the team and signs our checks. But no, he... Uh, you know, he's he's a guy that uh, is as competitive as any one of us, and you can tell by every time he gives an interview and and you can tell by his emotions courtside. He's he's a guy that's competitive, and, and that's what's been a big, you know, a big change is, uh, that I've seen uh, in this organization is I feel like everybody's on board from the front office to the scouts to the coaches to the players. Everybody's got that same goal, and that's to keep our organization headed in the right direction. And he made, a, a, I believe, a guarantee of a championship last night uh, yes, he and, did. And you know what? He's he's got that drive, and and so do all of us. Uh, I'm not sure he gave a timeline. I'm not sure he said we're going to win that this year, but that's going to be our goal. And uh, and and we're going to keep you know keeping this. I think you're either getting you know getting better as an organization and building, or you're getting worse. And I think that we're definitely on the on the on the up, on the upswing here. You know, you guys have pretty much been consistent. You've been winning consistently throughout the year. But what do you like about your team now more than what you saw earlier in the year as you head towards the postseason? I think our experience of, of having the ups and downs is going to be huge for us. And, uh, and you know, like I've said all season, we're not a dominant team. We're not a Miami or an Oklahoma City where we're going to, you know, where we can go in and take plays off and beat teams. So, you know, we're a team all season long that's had to grind. I think that overall grind is going to be helpful for us, and we know who we are as a team, and that's very important. We know that, you know, for us to be successful, we have to do those three major things, and that's, and that's you know, play defense, rebound, and share the ball and take care of it on the offensive end. So if we can do those things, oh, we're going to have a chance to beat anybody, and I look forward to the challenge. Is there anything particular that you guys need to do to be able to knock off the Thunder? Um, I, I mean, like I said, those, those three principles I talked about, those, those, you know, core principles are, are going to be what we need. I really, it comes down we're, we have shot makers. We have guys who can score inside and out. Um, I think that it's just going to come down to our defense and, and executing the scouting report. Cause we're going to be ready to, to go against whoever we play against, but it's going to have to be a situation where, where we play with more energy than the team we're playing against and we execute everything we can on the defensive end. By the way, you and I, we, we talked about this on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago where I said I, I didn't get the sense that you were scoring or looking to score down the stretch the way you had uh, earlier in the season. And I would say, and you said at the time, I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to look at that, that maybe you weren't fully conscious I of think, it. I, I, think, I think you're the motivation. They've averaged 25 games since then or something, haven't I? Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, just kidding. Well, no. <laughs> Yeah, but you've always gotten points. To me, it's a matter of where you get them. And and quite honestly, I feel as if you have had some really big buckets. You've made some pivotal shots down the stretch uh, again in these uh, in these last few games. And I don't know if that's just coincidence or whether there you was. Know, I'm telling you, it's all you, Buke and Townie. It's all you guys. No, I, I think that I, I'm going to continue. I mean, I have the confidence that. that uh, when given the opportunity, I'm going to do that. And, and um, you know, I think a lot of it depends on uh, who we're playing and what they're, what they're doing. I mean, last night in the, in the second half, I thought my biggest impact was passing the basketball. You know, mm-hmm. I had a couple times where they doubled down on me. I hit Clay for a three. I had to lob to Harrison when they, when they you know, cheated the play. So, I mean, I, my goal is, is not to necessarily hit all the big shots. My goal is to make the right plays. And, and 
you know, whether it's whether that's an assist, whether that's a big rebound force, or whether that's, you know, scoring the ball on the block or getting a big jump shot, whatever it is, um, you know, my, I think my role is, as, you know, one of the leaders on this team and a guy that's a veteran is to, you know, to, to make the play that's that's going to count down the stretch, you know, no matter what that is. I'm glad we could help. Yeah, well, we're here for hey, you, you, you guys are always there for me, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, good luck the rest of the way, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, thank you, guys.